right, welcome to Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. If you just joined us from the Waffle Zone, welcome back. If not, waffle on over there. <laughs> All right, so uh, today, if, if you haven't been there, like I said, I'm going to introduce you to my very special guest. Coming in all the way, I was saying in or near, but I'll say near Melbourne, Australia. I have the talented and musically knowledgeable encyclopedia guy over here, George Whitnall. How are you, George? Very, very good. Thank you. Thank you for staying along here. We've been talking for quite a while, and I'm enjoying, yeah. I'm enjoying chatting with you. Yeah. You got a lot better personality than your old man. <laughs> oh, speaking of your old man, Andrew, how are you? I'm still all right, and I'm still here. <laughs> I'm, I'm the gooseberry. <laughs> and now, George, let me ask you real quick, because you're not an Arsenal fan, are you? I'm, I'm a massive Arsenal fan. Why wouldn't I be? I thought you would be saying up the irons, though. Up the gunners and up the eyes. Ah, there you go. That's the right answer. That's what your. That's exactly what your dad said the last time he was on my Christmas episode. He goes. He goes. He goes up the irons and up the gunners. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate both of you guys staying on here with me and doing this because today we're going to talk about one of my most favorite bands of all time. We're going to talk about. Megadeth. If anybody knows Andrew, everybody knows I love Megadeth, right? You certainly should do by yeah. now. <laughs> so we're going to talk about probably, uh, if you asked anybody about Megadeth albums, probably everybody could name this album as like the Megadeth album that really put them on the map. And I'm talking yeah. about 1986's Peace Sells, But Who's Buying? By Dave Mustaine's Ego Project. <laughs> uh, by Dave Mustaine's Ego Project. Megadeth. Said from me right here. Yes, all the way from <laughs> Australia. So, now this album, it came out, um, what would that month be? September 19th of 1986. George. Guess how old I was yep. September 19th, 1986. Guess how old I was back then. I'm going to say you're 27. <laughs> wow. <I don't> know. <laughs> well, let, let me put it this way. Tw tw 19, 19. If I was, 20, if I was 19, <laughs> then that means I would be 55 right now. If I was 27, wow, that means I would be like 65 right now. <laughs> So I was I was 14 years old when this album came out, and I don't know. Does your dad want to answer that same question? How old were you back then, Andrew? I was 16. 16. Okay, so you're two years older than me. Okay. So I wanted to ask you. I don't actually have it in front of me, so I can't um, show you. But what do you guys think of the album cover? What do you think of it, George? It's pretty. No, not pretty. It's really, really cool. Absolutely. It's it's very I think it's very iconic. I'm gonna pull it up on my phone here. Iconic, yeah. Yeah. George has got George has got a big poster flag of this album cover in his bedroom. Oh yeah, that's, I think I saw a picture of that one. Yep. Yeah, that yeah, is I a, remember that. Yeah, so here is uh, 
just so you guys can take a look at it again if I can get the, without a glare. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Guess and what I try and do. You try to look at all the flags. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tried to look at them earlier just to see, like for you, I tried to take a, you know what, let me turn that up a little bit. Uh, that's a better look at it. I had the brightness turned down. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was trying to look at the flags. Can, can you can you make them all out or how many can you make out, Andrew? Oh, I can, I can maybe make a guess at one or two, but ah, they're okay. all pretty, they're, they're not very precise. Okay. That's okay. Right. But yeah, that, that album cover is, is iconic. I believe it's the, it's the same guy that did Rust in Peace for them as well, mm-hmm. which is another iconic album cover with more flags, I believe. Right, Andrew? Uh, yeah. On the, on the their sort of name badges, isn't it? Or whatever the, yeah. uh, the politicians are wearing, I think. Let's see here. Let's take a look at it. I got it right here. Uh, yeah, you're right. There are no flags. There's a, but I love that blue color on there. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, and when they're agreeing with me, I'm showing them a picture of it and they know what it looks like anyway. So <laughs> George is what I like to refer to as the youngest encyclopedia of music that I've ever met. <laughs> In other mm. words, you know a lot about music, George. Yeah, you know I a do. Lot of <laughs> so the band on this album, um, was Dave Mustaine on guitars and vocals, David Ellefson on bass, uh, Chris, Chris po- Poland. Chris Poland on, on guitar. And who was on drums? Gar Samuelson, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was reading about this album, and it was interesting because apparently all of these guys had some pretty bad drug addictions at this time. Yeah, and they did. it says that... Um, I mean, I know Gar and Chris were both out of the band after the tour. They got kicked out of the yeah. band. Um, but uh, I have an interesting, you know, there's one cover on this album, right? Uh, I Ain't Superstitious is a cover song. And I thought that was interesting because there's only eight songs on the album. And I wondered if that had something to do with why. Like maybe they just weren't ready musically because it said they had a hard time recording the album. And I wonder if it had to do with the drugs that they just didn't write enough songs or they were in a, you know, I don't know. Yes. I would imagine well, we'll that. We'll come to that song, won't we? Yeah, absolutely. But what we're going to do, and uh, I know I know Andrew knows this, but I'm going to, just for, for George, for anyone that's never listened, what we're going to do is we're just going to go through all the songs and just talk about what we think about the songs and what we like or dislike or if you like guitar solos, if you like if you like all the ballads that are on this album. Who you know, doesn't like guitar solos? Uh, I, I think your dad will think he likes guitar solos. Like who does not like guitar, like guitar solos? Your dad. <laughs> I don't think your dad likes guitar solos. <laughs> Do you believe me? <laughs> I'm a huge fan of guitar solos. There we go. I do a lot go. of them. Yeah. <laughs> You do play guitar, so I I figure yeah. your I think your input on the I think your input will be interesting on the on the riffing and the guitar playing. So so let's I, we'll, I prefer solos over riffs. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I, I like solos, but I really like I really like riffs too. So I like I like the the like I listen I like listening to James Hetfield play the rhythm guitars. Not on this, obviously, but and I like listening to these guys because they play such fast. You ever listen to Anthrax? Yeah. 
I have you, one of their albums. Which one do you have? Fistful of Metal. Oh, wow. Of course. You're the old school guy. Of course you're going to have Fistful of Metal. <laughs> but the riffs are so fast. You know, Scott, yeah. Scott Ian is a great riff player, too. So, um, Okay. Yeah. So oh, let's so, go ahead. Something that's about Dave Mustaine, especially, people think that he's the rhythm guitarist. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of solos as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's interesting because, you know, in Metallica, the band he was in originally, you know, Hetfield, James Hetfield played all the rhythm stuff, and Dave would have played the solos, and Kirk obviously plays them. But in this band, yeah, it's always, they switch back and forth, which I think is, it shows how much talent Dave Mustaine has. So, and you know, you, you imagine he's singing or saying words, whatever they call what he does and playing all those intricate riffs at the same time. He's super talented. So, um, so what we'll do is we'll go through each song, George, we'll talk about what we, what we like and all that. So I'm going to let you go first. Okay. So, um, it'll be you and then your dad and then me. And now, well, let me ask Andrew, are you prepared uh, to, to say things about this or are you just hanging out? Okay. All right. Whoa, whoa. What was that? I just yawned. Am I boring you? Am I already boring you? No, look, I I was just super tired. (laughs) So, George, he'll be like, yeah, yeah, this next song is called The Conjoning. (laughs) So, okay. So, track number one is Wake Up Dead. So, George, tell us about Wake Up Dead. Uh, so, when Megadeth formed in 1983, they didn't play shows till 1984. And in late 1984, they were playing a few shows, but that's when they started to write a song called Blood and Honor, and that would turn out to be Wake Up Dead. Okay. So you can actually hear in early recordings of them playing Wake Up Dead, but it's called Blood and Honor with different lyrics. Wow. I never even heard that. That's really cool. So how do you like Wake Up Dead? Uh, it's a good structure. Yeah. Like, all, all the riffs are amazing. Like, oh. when they constantly change pace. Yes. Like that. 
To me, it's not very thrashy. Okay. Is that what you prefer from Megadeth? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Chris and Dave solos are amazing. Yes. Yeah. And the chanting at the end where it goes, wake up, dad. You die. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So very good. Very good. Andrew, what about you? What do you think of wake up, dad? Well, I, first of all, I, I have, I've never listened to this album until very recently. So okay. I'm not really being a huge Megadeth fan at all. I bought That's okay. um, yeah. Euthanasia when mm-hmm. it came out. Sure. Um, but um, I never really got into other Megadeth. Anyway, um, this song's at straight end, no, no messing about. Um, although I'm not a big fan of Dave Mustaine's vocals, I quite like his uh, growly opening to this uh, this song. Mm-hmm. Um, the chugging instrumental part that begins about 50 seconds in before the solo is really good. Um, and it even gets more intense after about two minutes, constant pounding that reminds me of a, a rapidly thumping heartbeat. Mm. Um, and then a sudden change of pace, and um, for you, to, yeah, I feel like catching your breath. Uh, I'm not so much of a fan of uh, the ending but, as George, but there we go. It's a good song. Okay, okay. Yeah, I love the way this song starts. I remember this is the first album I heard by Megadeth was, would have been, let's see, So Far, So Good, So What, around 88. And then I went back and got this and I really, really liked it. And um, I, I just love how quick it starts. I sneak in my own house. You know, he just, it's so cool. It's four in the morning. <laughs> it's so good. You know, like he said, he's got that. Let me ask you, George, when you listen to Dave Mustaine sing, do you like feel like you hear his attitude when he sings? Yes, definitely. Yes. I love that about him that you as a fan, you really really know that he's got that attitude and I think that's do you hear that Andrew when you listen to him when do you hear oh, it? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. I, I it it definitely comes through, definitely. Sure, sure. And there's not a lot of singers that that you hear. I mean, I guess there's probably plenty, but I I for me there's not a ton. But, you know, I like that when he goes, you know, I know if I wake her, I'll wake up. Yeah, you know, and then that guitar comes like screaming in that solo, and it's like I said, it's like it's a tasteful solo, but it's really wild at the same time. You know, then you get that little riff mm-hmm. that, and then they bow, 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 and you can really hear the bass a lot, which I think is really mm-hmm. is cool because I don't know if they, I know you know Metallica has that reputation for the and Justice for All where they turned the bass all the way down. And uh, but I think it's really cool that the bass is highlighted. I, I wonder if that isn't from an Iron Maiden influence, you know, because Iron Maiden's bass is so prominent. But um, there's some really good double bass and fast riffing, you know. I uh, guess that bit. I wonder if she will find out about the other, other lover, uh, Diana, and then it changes that. Bounce, 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 bounce. Is that the part you were talking about, Andrew? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's right. Yeah. 
But then, you know, and then there's lots of guitar solos. And one thing I think is so cool about Megadeth, it's almost every single song, there's like a ton of riffs, like such a lot of good riffs. And like, I imagine if, if George likes guitar solos, he's got to love listening to Megadeth because they have a lot of riffing, a lot of guitar soloing. I love that you can hear the fast riffing underneath the, all the guitar solos too. Do you like that, George? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. very cool. But yeah, I, I love... Um, I think, okay, the solos, they're like fast and they can get frenetic at times, but they never feel like they're just about, they never feel like they're close to the rails of the train going off, but they're not going off. And it's, it's like, uh, it's just a balance that's so perfect. And, but yeah, I love that ending that you die, wake up dead. (laughs) You know, I just, that's such a great song. I think this is a, fantastic opener i I love it it's such a great song so um track number two is called the 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 conjuring or the conjuring (laughs) the conjuring Sacred nerves and abortion. Feed 
George, talk about The Conjuring a little bit. So it's one of my favorite songs on the album. Okay. And since I know how to do black magic, <laughs> it has instructions on how to hex someone. Uh-oh. So be nice to George. And yeah. <laughs> but if, if you don't be nice to me, I will hex you. <laughs> um, you know that little lick that goes... Uh, oh, I forgot it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Very cool, very and cool. That one starts, I think, about one minute and five seconds. Okay, okay. That's all I have. Okay, that's cool. So you, so you give this song a thumbs up? Yeah. So, so Andrew, what do you think is would be worse to get a hex on you from George, or to be put in detention by the official detention teacher? Ah, uh, well, yes. Broken uh, arm or leg or <laughs> detention? <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh. I'd, I'd much rather go in detention. You know, <laughs> we we talked about Japan earlier. Uh, George, yes. and again, uh, the, the official detention teacher, he's going to be going to see Megadeth at the Budokan very soon. Oh, yeah, so, I saw that. Yeah, that's very cool. And I wanted to ask you another question, George, because I meant to ask you this up front. How did you first, like, what was the first song by Megadeth or something that you heard that you kind of were like, oh, wow, this is awesome? What did you like? Holy Wars. Okay, very good. Yeah, cannot. I love that riff. Ooh, that's a good one. Lots of soloing, lots of everything in that song it's perfect so um andrew ah yes what do you think of the conjuring uh well okay i i was intrigued by um the line welcome to our sanguinary sect of worship it's great opening line um i had to look up sanguinary um (laughs) which I know what sanguine means, which means optimistic or positive. And I thought, oh, well, well, that might be it, but I'll just check. And it means bloodthirsty or murderous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Completely different. Um, It rocks along nicely, um, but it doesn't really caption me or draws me in to love it. Um, Okay. One interesting fact that apparently because dave mustaine i think is a born again christian yes he didn't perform this live for 17 years mm-hmm. uh, up until 2018 yeah yeah and i'm not sure i thought i thought i read that there might be some different lyrics or they thought about putting some different lyrics to perform but i don't know about that i've never heard of that but i definitely have heard that he didn't play it for a long time mm. Yes. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the way. It, uh, whoa, Georgie! You gotta, you gotta do this. <laughs> yeah, <there> you go. <laughs> so, okay. You, I'll I'll give you. A, that. I'll give you. I'll give you some slack. You know, my daughter that was up here a minute ago, she'll be sitting here with me, and she'll just be like, <laughs> I'm just like, like, come on, you can't do that. You think. People are going to think you're bored. So, 
But I, I really, really like the way this song starts out with the, you know, that do do na 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 that, you know, and like you said, uh, the way he comes in with that. I feel like there's a lot of, of effects on his voice when he does that. Welcome to our sanguinary And it's really very funny. <laughs> but I, I like, um, you know, when he does all that, but my favorite part of all that is when he gets to the, oh, bay, 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 bay. And it just kicks in. And then it goes back to that. A lot of, yeah, lots of soloing. And it sounds exactly like that. <laughs> but, you know, when it kicks into the main verses and, you know, when he's singing, it's like the, the riffing and the double bass are playing together, which happens a lot on, um, like, I know just listening to the newest album a lot, there's a ton of that. And I feel like, and tell me if you guys agree, when the double bass is going on, and the riff is going at the same time. <laughs> I really, I really feel like that it adds, like it makes the riff sound a lot heavier. Do y'all agree? Mm. George is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not bored. I'm just really tired today. I understand. I understand. I'm not used to sitting still for long. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. But you know, it's always fun to to chat about music. So that's what mm-hmm. makes it fun. That's what makes it worth yeah. it. So. Um, you know, this is a. I like this song a lot. The, the structure of this song, I think, is interesting because there's a ver- there's verses, and then there's a chorus, and then there's like four or five sets of verses, and then one more chorus or another chorus. So it's like it's not like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. There's a, like seven mm-hmm. sets of verses. So uh, I think this is a great song as well. So now, obviously, now, now this is something that we talk about a lot on the Iron Maiden stuff because this album is called Peace Sells but who's buying. And obviously they sing that in the song, peace sells, but Mm -hmm. who's buying. But track number three is only called peace sells. So it's not, and it's not a title track. So controversial. It is. Yeah.
So, George, <laughs> what do you think of Peace Cells? Amazing intro bass line. Yes. By Dave. Yes. Wilson. Or Junior. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it's a easy riff that goes. It's just I think he's poor mooding the open E string and just hitting power chords. Okay, okay. You need to learn this one. Yeah, and then and I just wrote love Megadeth because why not? Why not? And very, I feel like they're sort of angry lyrics. Yes. Um, and sort of at two minutes 20, a very mean riff. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that that? The, yeah. Is that the where he says, can you put a price on peace? Or is that yeah. the, okay. Yeah. And then after that, it goes, peace sales, who's buying? Like the band, like chanting it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, after Dave says, like, a line, there's, like, a little thing that goes, yeah. yeah, I love those little bits. Me too, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's all I have. And that little notification I had, my iPad's <laughs> on 15%. Oh. So, I might sort that out in a moment. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah, definitely get that plugged in. <laughs> yeah. Um, Andrew, what do you think of Peace Cells? Oh, yes, uh, that angry opening. Uh, we talked about George mentioned the angry lyrics. That what do you mean? Um, <laughs> but, I, it, I mean it doesn't doesn't really do much for me. But I think this is the song that I've had going over and over in my head. So it's obviously catchy. Yes, um, and um, I like the. the the drum and bass, um, and that chugging guitar riff. Um, nice change of bass, that change of pace that, that um, George mentioned at about 2.20, and then increases intensity of about three minutes, and uh, in that, the piece sells who's buying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I imagine this is a really good sort of sing-along part. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, uh, to me, this feels like a song that would really come alive, come alive when it's played live. No, oh, sure. Um, and uh, the intense climax and the ah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, yeah, I have that written down too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, for yeah, like George mentioned that that it. Really, really awesome uh, bass intro, you know, with the ba- with the bass drum, um, mm-hmm. and I, I like this because uh, this I think this resonates with, um, or it should, Andrew, it should resonate with you because, um, like, it, like guys like us when we were younger, you didn't always get a lot of respect when you were younger, and especially like you figured a guy like Dave Mustaine, mm-hmm. some long haired guy that's not going to get. You know, people are going to look at him and go, "Oh, look at this guy. He's he's lazy or whatever." But you like these these words. You know, what do you mean? I don't believe in God. I talk to him every day. What I got long hair? I can't. What do you mean? I don't support your system. I go to court when I have to. What do you mean? I can't get to work on time. I got nothing better to do. 
What do you mean I don't pay my bills? What do you think I'm broke? (laughs) (laughs) There's so much attitude in those lyrics, you know, there's so much, I love it so much. Um, you know, I, I like, I love the, I just love these lyrics. You know, what do you mean I hurt your feelings, George? I didn't know you had any feelings. <laughs> what do you mean I ain't kind, Andrew? Just not your kind. <laughs> what do you mean I couldn't be the president of the United States of America? Yeah, he's, he's right about that one. <laughs> oh, you know, but, you know, but the, 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 the it's just, the whole attitude, I feel like, you know, it's, it's something political here, obviously, too. But it's just an attitude. I think I feel like it's an attitude toward people that were our age and young and, and just the, the long hair guys. And mm-hmm. just because you have a certain look or whatever that you just can't. What do you mean I couldn't be the president? You know, um, but, uh, you know, like like uh, George was talking about that little breakdown. That riff bit there. You know, and I, I, right before that, though, I, I love, love, love when he's, can you put a price on peace? And you know where that, I, I read that that came from. I don't know if you've heard of this magazine, Andrew, but it was called the Reader's Digest. Oh, yeah. And they had an article in there and it said something along the, the, the title of it was, um, peace, peace would sell, but nobody would buy it. Something oh, like that. And that's where he got the idea for the, the title of the song. Um but, you know, obviously it gets aggressive there. He says, peace sells, moves around. And then you get that double bass and the riffing, you know. And then, like you said, at the very, very end of it, you know, he's like, peace sells. And that really, <laughs> oh, I love it, man. It's just. So, yeah, that's a, um, <clears throat> that's a really good one. Uh, it's, I mean, that is just a classic. That's a classic. It is. Though. Okay, uh, track number four. Devil's Dev- Island. Devil's Island. So George, what do you think of Devil's Island? Uh, so after Dave was fired from Metallica, the same month he was fired, he formed a band called Fallen Angels. Okay. Where he wrote two songs, Megadeth, which turned out to be Set the World Afire. 
and Devil's Island. So it was the sev- second Megadeth song ever written. Wow. And then I think July, they changed their name to Megadeth. Sure. Okay. That's really interesting. I, these, are, these are things I did not know. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then I love the bit where it goes, it's actually about a real place. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting story. Where like the top, like the worst criminals would go. Devil's Island. It sounds like a place for the worst criminals, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a really neat song. Um, Same. So there's lots of guitar solos in there, right? You like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. So what about you, Andrew? What do you think? Oh, yes. Oh, that great evil opening riff. That's um, that's really good. Um, uh, this is another song that sort of just lost me a little bit. Um, until the, the intense soloing of about 2.45. Um, and then there's a bit of great drumming for another solo. But this isn't a song that really got me. Um, yeah, I wasn't too keen on this one, to be honest. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, George. Yeah? A hex is sounding pretty good about right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and every time I'm, uh, I just yawn. I come in my mouth and he smacked my leg. I, I saw you. I saw. I saw you. I saw you grinning at him. So I knew something was going on there. <laughs> uh, so okay, Devil's Island. Like you said, it starts with that really, really cool. And then what's really neat at to me is the soloing. You know, it's like you get that. Yes. Like it's just like. And then I think it's cool because it kicks in and the bass, that bass thing is wow, 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 wow. And then it, he starts singing so insanely fast. And I'll be honest, George, I never have read the lyrics to this song in my life. I just, I've listened to it a million times. I can just kind of go, you know, <laughs> you know, here on Devil's Island, party of disco. You know, I mean, I don't know the words. So I was reading along and I like, I know the pace of the song. So I was trying to read along fast enough and sing it. I couldn't mm. keep up. It's so fast. Um, the story is cool though. It's like a, a guy locked on Devil's Island waiting to be put to death. Uh, maybe at the gallows pole. Right, Andrew? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a simple chorus. You know, they just yell out Devil's Island. Uh, and the music to me in this song, it just, it rips, man. It's, it's so fast. It's just fast riffing. The soloing behind it all is good. Uh, it's basically a staple of almost, well, for a lot of Megadeth songs. I know they've had mm. slower albums and things like that. But, um, you know, when it, and when it builds back up into the verses, the soloing is awesome. The riffing is it's just so good. Um, but then I think it's interesting because, you know, there's double bass in the chorus, Devil's Island, over and over. And then it, it like it, it's like, Why? there's this weird sound at the very end. It almost sounds like a gunshot, maybe. Mm. I guess. I'm not yeah. sure what it is. Or maybe he was getting a bullet to the brain. You know, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Which... 
which no pun intended, that's the name of another Megadeth song, <laughs> Bullet to the Brain. So, uh, so yeah, I like I like Devil's Island uh, a bit more than you did, Andrew. But I, you know, it, I think everything on the album is pretty good to be honest. But um, so that leads to Good Morning slash Black Friday.
you think of that, George? Uh, very nice intro with the... Very nice, yes. Good morning. For some reason, when I went to like sort of sing the intro, yeah. I sang the intro to Call of the Cthulhu by Metallica <laughs> instead. Uh, no, 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 you can't do that. You know, Dave will get upset about that. They will get upset about that. Here, I'll, I'll help sorry, you out. Sorry, Dave. I'll help you out here for a second. Here, I'll help you out for a second. We'll go, which song are we talking about? We're talking about Good Morning. All right, there you go. Take it away. <laughs> now you now it brings to it me. Back they're up. sort of similar. Could be, but you know what? Yeah, D- Dave Mustaine probably helped write the Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah, because because you know he, yeah, he did. He wrote the whole song. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. You know, he also, you know, he helped write, uh, I believe the last song he helped write was Leper Messiah. Yeah. But he didn't get credit for it. They paid him off. They wow. paid him off for that. So so they didn't want to put his name on another album. They were like, uh, we, we got to start showing we can write some songs here. <laughs> so so anything else on, on uh, good, good Morning Black Friday, George? I feel like it's sort of doomish, like doom metalish. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, great lyrics. Uh-huh. The bit at four minutes and five seconds, I find amazing. Which bit is that? Uh, it's like four minutes and five seconds. I think it's like... Here you go, here you go, ready? Here it comes. I'm pretty sure it goes fast. I got it at four minutes right here, so five more seconds. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's a bit. And how, how fast <laughs> the drums come in? So fast. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. And I made a mention to what guitars they played. I said, Chris is rocking that bassy rich. Yeah, okay. okay. So I used BC Rich and Jackson's back then. Okay. What kind of guitar do you play? Kramer. Okay, cool, cool. Not yeah, like Ron. Is that a Ron Kramer? Uh, Andrew, is that a Ron? <laughs> nah. Is that a Ron Kramer model? <laughs> He's related. <laughs> okay. Hopefully, hopefully. All right. So, um, what about you, Andrew? What do you think of Good Morning Black Friday? Yeah, I, I was. I really love the um, um, the intro to this, and uh, into the opening lyrics. Nice riff around three twelve, I think, before the lyrics kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, these are intense, bloodthirsty lyrics. Yes, and uh, I, I I felt myself getting. Uh, this may be the, the difference between us is that. I'm wanting to hear the lyrics and that's what's I'm focusing on probably more than anything else. Okay. And um, I'm finding that I'm getting a little frustrated by the delivery. And I know Dave Mustaine doesn't call himself a singer. Yeah. He calls himself a vocalist. Sure. Um, But I was reading the lyrics and like you were saying about the last song, you can't really hear what he's saying so fast. It is. (laughs) It is. 
But I, I, I thought to myself, whilst listening to this, I thought, I wonder what it would sound like if, if Bruce Dickinson was singing it and he was enunciating oh every single blood-soaked syllable. Um, <laughs> it's a brilliant intensity and um, a nice, um, nice little riff. Uh, and it's just a breathtaking pace. I, I, apart from the lyric thing, I really like this. I enjoy this song. If this was a song done by Iron Maiden, it's already six minutes and 42 seconds. <laughs> yeah. it was, it, if it was done by Iron Maiden, it would be more like 16 minutes and 42 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I totally agree with George, man. That intro, uh, with both of you, the intro is yeah. so good. That mm. arpeggiated thing, it's so nice. Uh, you know, and then it comes into that little bit of drums with good morning. And then you get that little, or I don't know, that weird little, I, don't, I wouldn't call like. Yeah, I don't call it flamenco guitar, but it's just like, you know, some kind of little thing. And then there's, you know, the music kind of starts build, dun 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 you know, and he's, hey, something's not right, and all that stuff. Um, but I love it when he comes and he does that, ah, that big long yeah. scream. Oh, it's so good, man. It's so good. Yes. Then, then Black Friday bit kicks in, you know, and it's super, super fast, you know, about a, obviously – you know, a killer, homicidal man. If you see him coming, run mm. fast as you can. I do know this line. Bloodthirsty demons stalk in the street. I hack up my victims like pieces of meat. <laughs> but the lyrics, man. I, great I, stuff. Man, the lyrics are, like you said, they're very graphic. They're very, um, you know, pretty rough lyrics. It's, uh, But he's singing them so fast, you, you just can't, you can't uh, quite understand. Which I kind of find it enjoyable. You know, it's it's. I guess I look at Megadeth stuff. You know, especially this stuff. This album here is really the lyrics are really fast, and you know, there's actually there's more stuff a lot like that. But it's just it fits really well, and and I I enjoy it. And, and over the years, I've always just listened to it and kind of I sing along when I can, <laughs> if I can remember the words, or I'm you know just kind of mumbling the words a little bit, like I like I said earlier. So, but yeah, this I like this song as well. So. Um, Track number six is called Bad Omen.
So, George, do you like the song Bad Omen? Yes. What do you think of it? Another cool intro. Yeah, you want to hear it? Yes, yes, please. Let's hear a little reminder. That's like that's got to be in a minor key, right? Yeah. It's got kind of a dark feel to it. Yeah. Very cool. Definitely not major. Yeah, yeah. Like major is all like happy and stuff, Uh but minor's like doomy and stuff. Yes, that's what I like. That's what I like. The darker stuff. Uh, cool singing, very nice solos. Mm-hmm. Oh, My yeah. favorite part is around two minutes and fifty-one seconds in. Okay. Let's see if we can. I'll see if I can play that real quick. Two fifty-one, you said. Yep. Okay. Let's get to. Here's two forty-four. Let's see what we got. Oh. <laughs> you like the fast stuff, huh? <laughs> George likes the fast headbanging stuff there. Yeah. Yeah, some good stuff. That's some good stuff. Anything else on it? Yeah. No, you can go over to Andrew. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let's call it. Let's go over to the most English of English gentlemen. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> I f- after the fast pace of the, the last one, I was one. I thinking I was wanting something to catch my breath, and mm-hmm. um, it's a, it is a relatively gentle opening. Yeah, um, I was really liking it, um, and then it gradually builds up that pace. Um, and I'm afraid I'm getting the same issue as with the last song. Is I'm just thinking, sure. um, I want to hear what he's saying, singing. Um, I'm finding I'm, I'm not as into the really fast stuff as George. Sure, uh, as you might have guessed. Um, but yeah, I, I just I want to hear those lyrics. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. So a frustrating one. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah, I absolutely love that 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 dark intro. The music builds nice. There's lots of solos and just a like a really really good part that leads up to the vocals. But there's this one bit. You know, it's like where where they where the music goes like ba ba, and then you hear them like go ba dun 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 dun. You know, it's, I love that little like I guess they're scratching the the pick on the uh, on the guitar strings. Oh, yeah. it sounds really Pixelad. yes. <laughs> it sounds really really cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, this is another one with with the the vocals are super fast. Um, I think the I will say the the melodies on the verses you know are really good. I like the, I enjoy those, um, even if they're fast. I, I enjoy the way he's doing it. Uh, the super fast riffing and soloing, I mean, is pretty much all over. You know, it, it's just it's like I said, the riffing of this song is insane. Um, the the, um, the ending of the song, you know, where he's like, you know, what does he say? He says, "No one." No one can save. Uh, what does he say there? I'm trying to think of what he says at the very end. Um, I was reading those lyrics, uh, but I don't know. Anyway, whatever he says there, I can make it up. And uh, well, I just came up with an idea for a um, episode that you could do. What's that? On No Life to Leather by Metallica, the demo. Uh huh. You could I do mean, that, and I want to be on that one. 
<laughs> well, you know, Dave Mustaine plays on it, so maybe we could do that. Yeah. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. That'll be that'll have to be another George episode, Andrew. Yeah. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I figure once George is on, Andrew, that people aren't going to want to hear from us as much, right? They're going to want to hear more from George. <laughs> maybe. So it, it'll, yes. be called, uh, it'll be called uh, Uncle George's Iron Maiden Zone. <laughs> Nephew George. Nephew George's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Now, the, the next song is the cover song on the album, uh, I Ain't Superstitious. Um, and this is a song by a guy named Willie Dixon originally. So, George, uh, what do you think of this song, I Ain't Superstitious? Just no words. <laughs> you have no words for it? Do you dislike it or you like it? Dislike. Dislike. Okay. No. So, Andrew, we'll let him, we'll let him uh, wallow in that. And uh, what do you think of I Ain't Superstitious? Yeah, I have a I'm feeling not... I know what's going to be said here. The um, only redeeming thing about this is it's short. Um, <laughs> the... Small instrumental pass at the end is okay. Um, I uh, I um, listened to the Jeff Beck version, and you know, we sadly lost Jeff Beck this last week. Yeah. Um, just to see how the sh- song should be done. So much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it feel, It really feels like a filler, as if it mm. for me. Funny. It just. Yeah, Maybe. funny that, funny that you said. I bet they're like this in the studio. Oh, guys, we have to have a filler song. Oh, yeah, I heard this song. I ain't superstitious. Let's just cover that. Yeah, good idea, Dave. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> they, <pop. laughs> they fall over. <laughs> so, <coughs> oh, that's funny. I, I'll say, I mean, I kind of enjoy the song a bit, partially. Um, I think the lyric changes are funny and, you know, he kind of added some things, but I do think it is kind of a throwaway track. It's, um, and this is where I kind of thought, you know, is this like, because of, you know, just, this don't have enough material and they're just like, we got to have something else. Like George just said, they're all in there smoking, whatever, whatever kind of illegal drugs they're in there smoking. And, um, I, I enjoy it more when it's the funny singing and all that compared to when it speeds up as much, you know, I, I prefer mm-hmm. the slower bit of it, but you know, um, I, I do, like I said, I think some of the lyrics are funny, but other than that, yeah, it's, it feels like a throwaway to me as well. So the last song on the album, the closing track of peace sells, but who's buying is called my, my last words. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. 
So, George. Now, I'll put out a big statement. This Uh-oh. is my favorite song on the album. Oh, George. Andrew, he wasn't supposed to say that yet. <laughs> now we know. Okay, that's okay, though. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, And I, I just love it so much. Yeah. It has a... Same with Black Friday and Bad Omen. It has a clean, sort of slow minor key mm-hmm. intro. But then it goes really fast. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know so, who else? You know who else is? There's a person that this is their favorite song. Somebody in Metallica. This is their favorite Megadeth song. You know which person in Metallica it is. Let me guess, Lars. It's Lars's favorite metal Megadeth song. So that's what they said. So it says on Wikipedia. So when I was reading there, so could be. What do you think of this one, Andrew? Lovely intro, um, and I was hoping after the last song that this would really get the album back on track with a great finish. And I'm really pleased with it. It builds up nicely. I'm hooked. It's a great tune. Great lyrics. Uh, I love the line, a click comes from the hammer that couldn't drive a nail. Um, mm. And this song absolutely flew by. I, mm. and I really enjoyed it. It's a great finish to the album. Very I'm good, very good. That. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, I think that arpeggiated riff uh, in minor key, like uh, George said, awesome. You know, with the bass mixing into it, um, really, really good. Uh, the it, when it kicks in the verses, there's incredible melody in the verses. I love it. You know, it's talking about like, shut up, you phone. I wasn't talking to you. Um, <laughs> let me put that over there. Um, but it kicks in. You know, the song's about Russian roulette. So, uh, and like you said, Andrew, some like a click from a hammer that couldn't drive a nail. Mm. That's, that's a that's a powerful line, really. Yeah, um, that's great. Uh, you know, the I think the, the music is intense. The melodies are awesome, and the 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 lyrics are very intense. Um, Fast music, fast bass, drums. It's just, it's a really, really good song. Um, you know, there's a line, one line in this song is really cool to me is uh, when he says, uh, think about my last words, they might be what I just said. You know, it's just, that's mm. wild to think that someone could be playing that little game and thinking that to themselves. But um, there's a drum section that leads to the last part of the song that's really good. Uh, like a staple of the album, double bass, insanely fast riffing fantastic soloing towards the end it's an incredible song and i love the bit and i i wonder george if you like this too the bit where he's like you yo next victim <laughs> you. originally called next victim really okay yeah you you're gonna die oh man fantastic ending yeah, yeah i agree with uh your dad and i agree with you on that so um the last thing we're going to do here, last thing we're going to do here, uh, before we say our closing statements and all that good stuff, we're going to rank these songs in order uh, from eight to one. It's called Council's Order. Um, so uh, we'll each go, we'll, we'll, we'll each give eight, then seven, then six, and so on. So, George, what is your number eight song from this album? I ain't superstitious. Well, that's okay, but what's your what's the least song you like the least? <laughs> but wake up, dead. To be honest, what? What? Yeah, I prefer the more fast things. Wait, wake up, dead is not your least favorite song on the album, is it? It is. 
Oh my! <laughs> Is he being serious? Oh, oh no, I'm getting mixed up. <laughs> Eight was I ate superstitious, and seven oh. was wake up dead. <laughs> I okay. think you confused him with your little joke. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, because you said I ain't superstitious, and I was like, well, I know you're not superstitious, but what's your song? <laughs> I'm not. You know, my, there he goes. There he goes. Now I hit him. There he goes. So, Andrew. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Don't go any further. Well, Andrew, what is your number eight and number seven? We'll do it this way. Oh, we'll do eight and seven. Okay. Yeah. Well, the same. I ain't superstitious is my least favorite. Mm-hmm. And seven, I have bad omen. Okay. Okay. Well, all three of us are definitely going to agree on number eight because I ain't superstitious is my number eight as well. And interestingly enough, all three of us are going to have a different number seven. And um, I love the first part of this song, but uh, I don't like the second half of it as much. And I do like everything, like everything from seven up I love. But my number seven is Good Morning Black Friday. I guess that. If, if Good Morning was a separate song, then it would be a lot higher. So I really think it's awesome. So, so yeah. George, George, what is your number six? Peace cells. I'm what? sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my! Oh wow! Golly! Furthermore, I don't usually tend to listen to the lyrics. I tend to listen more to the music. Sure. Okay. So I hey. prefer the more fast and technical. Gotcha. And that's okay. I'm going to give you a hard time. It's just going to be fun. So, <laughs> yeah. I, you ask your dad. I do this to everybody. So. Yes. Okay, what about you, Andrew? What's your number six? My number six is Devil's Island. Devil's Island. Okay. I think I might upset George with my number six. My number six is The Conjuring. So That's fine. I'm not mad at anyone. We can <laughs> okay. all have different opinions. There you go. Time. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very wise words. Very wise words from George here. No right or wrong. Yes, yes. So, um, number five, George, what do you have at number five? Bad Omen. Bad Omen, okay. Uh, Andrew, what about you? I have The Conjuring at number five. Okay. So, me and you flip-flopped on that one, uh, Andrew. I have Devil's Mm -hmm. Island at number five. Okay. So, uh, number four, George, what do you have at number four? I have The Conjuring. At number four. Okay, so not too far from me. Well, I had it at six, actually, so okay. Uh, what about you, Andrew? Number four. Number four is Good Morning Black Friday. Okay, okay. My number four is Bad Omen. So let's see. Uh, okay. Number three, and so far in my top three, two of them have already been eliminated by George. <laughs> and what is your number three, George? It's Good Morning Black Friday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you like the, like you said, you like the technical, so that makes sense. Uh, yeah. What about you, Andrew? What's your number three? Um, okay. Well, the ones from seven to four are could have been in any order and I wouldn't have been upset or anyway. But these, this top three, I think, are standout for me. Okay. Um, at, so my number three is Wake Up Dead. Okay. Very good. Very good. George, my number three is also Wake Up Dead. 
Sounds like mm. sounds like me. Sounds like your dad might have been copying off my test paper. <laughs> <laughs> You're going in detention. Yeah, where's Gen? You're going in detention. <laughs> going straight down to Japan. Do not pass oh, go. Be- do not collect two hundred. Oh, that's never mind. <laughs> that's Monopoly. Never mind. <laughs> All right, so uh, George, what do you have at number two? Devil's Island. Devil's Island. Okay. Okay. And Andrew, your number two. My number two is Peace Cells. And George, my number two is also Peace Cells. <laughs> so now, George, here's what I want you to do, George. I want you to announce to everybody what your dad's, what mine, and what your number one favorite song on this album is. My last words. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so you know what? It's funny because we all started, uh, we all ended with I Ain't Superstitious, and we all mm. had my last words at number one. <laughs> Andrew, me and you had four. We had I Ain't Superstitious, Wake Up Dead, Peace Cells, and My Last Words. There you go. Now Kirsty has a great minds. Yes, Kirsty <laughs> has a new goal to shoot for here. She'll be jealous of that. So, well. I think we have accomplished everything here. I think uh, we've gotten yeah. everything out of the way. Um, so I have to say, George, again, I said this before, but I'll say it again. Thank you very much. I'm glad you came on here to do this. I've been wanting to, I've been wanting to have you on for a long time. You know, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> your dad's like begging you all the time. Come on, Steve, please. Steve wants you on, and you're like, look, I ain't got time for that loser. <laughs> 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 no, but I, I really do. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you came on. It, we've had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of good laughs. You've shown me all your favorite albums, and uh, we, we got yeah. to sh- show each other different records and stuff, and that was a lot of fun. It's always fun to talk about yeah. music. Um, Andrew, thank yes, you. Sir. Thank you for coordinating all of this. And, um, and uh, George, okay, tell me what oh, that, that – It's Rab. That's my band. Ram, and it looks like kind of like okay. There you go. I was wondering what that was. There you go. Oh man. Well, seriously, guys, I really do appreciate it. Any last words? Wait, George. Let me hear what yeah. your last words are. Uh, middle up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about what about you, Andrew? Any last words? Uh, it's been a it's been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Been it's been hard work getting. I'll tell you what. It was hard work getting George to write down thoughts about each song. And I thought, how is he going to do this off the top of his head? And he, a lot of the stuff he was saying to you was straight off the top of his head, not from his notes. Uh, that's funny. Well, guys, I tell you what, it was been, it's been a lot of fun. So you guys enjoy the rest of your day. What time is it where you're at? I have no idea what the time is now. It's about uh, 4 o'clock. 20 past oh. 4. Okay, Blimey. there you go. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Go ask your mom if you can go to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, bye guys. Bye, George. Bye, Andrew. Bye.